What's up? This is your girl, Leah Lola. And Tiffany. And we are Real Moms, Real Moms from, from, the, from block. the Block. <laughs> so we are back with another episode. I know we have been ghosts and we did not mean to ghost you all, but there's a lot of stuff that's been going on in both of our worldly realms. Don't mind my tongue. It's blue, <laughs> green. If y'all listening on podcasts, I ate those icy pops. But we just want to say thank you for sticking it out and thank you for staying with us. And today is going to be a fun convo. Yeah, we decided to like just, you know, like Leah Lola said earlier, just freestyle it. And we're just going to give you guys an update of how we've been, what's been going on. And um, yeah, so if you guys are listening, again, like Lola said, thanks so much for being patient for us, with us. And... Don't forget to like and subscribe this video if you're watching on YouTube. And if you are listening to us on any podcast platform, make sure you share that podcast with your favorite mom friends. Yes, for sure. Um, like she said, like and subscribe, y'all, because I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. But that's all right. We're keeping it candid today. All right. So I feel like, though, I feel so refreshed, though, that we took that break, Lola. I feel like, you know... I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we just got, we just needed time to refocus and, and that's what we're doing now. So guys who's listening, how have you guys been? I mean, and I know it's been a minute. Feel free to message us, comment below, anything like that. Um, Hold a on, lot. What is over your mic? What What's are you trying to be you? over there all professional with the little <laughs> circle thing? Look, this is what I'm dealing with. <laughs> I kind of, uh, this is what I'm dealing with. Like, I got the ring light game. You got the mic game. Girl, I'm going to tell you. What happened is I took over Michael's studio today because I decided I did not want to be out there. I just kind of want to come in here, get the work done. My room, guys, is looking atrocious right now. I'm going to be real. You know, life has happened in the Fudger home. And what so I, I gave like everybody a hint. Did I wonder if they guessed. <laughs> you should just go like this. We're going to go into that later. <laughs> well, maybe we can touch on it in this video. Let's, 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 let's give y'all the tea. All right. Y'all ready? You sitting back. So you're relaxing. You chilling on. Cool. Wait, what's that song go? My what the hell? <laughs> we know two different songs, girl. I'm singing Rush from the Bel-Air Entrio, Entrio, Entry song. <laughs> Outside of school, when a couple of guys, they were up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got a one little mic. Mom got scared to say it. Okay, moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I was a fuck cab, but when it said, came near the license plate, said fresh for the dice in the bed. If anything, I said this cab was right. I thought, nah, forget it, y'all. I'm the Bel Air. Okay, I'm sorry. Do not. That's not the words. Copyright me. Because you had to do your tip song. I know. It's been a minute. Yeah. I was trying to give a, I was trying to give a hint. I was trying to be like, my milkshake brings all the boys <laughs> to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. I'm, I'm going to put you in timeout. She's in timeout, y'all. Please disregard Lola right chica, now. Chica, 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 chica. Right now. Everybody, she's canceled. No, she <laughs> I am not canceled. I'm not. You have so many, you have so many 
<sighs> for what your mother-in-law to not be able to hold water, I have a big you've done a great job. of water I have to hold. Yes, you've done a great job. There's one pitcher in that, there's one cup in that bottle, in that gallon of water you got over there. I'm going to need you to keep under wraps, which I think I already told you about. That's, that's lock and key. You know, you move in silence until it's done. Okay, honey. Oh, but, I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> but, um, but the other thing, my milkshake brings up the most. Oh, my gosh. All right, guys. Let me tune you in because this lady is not going to let this go. She just like her son. Let me tell you, okay? I'm going to tell you what happened. All right, all right, all right. The reason why I was MIA, which is why, the, you know, first of all, let me just side note. If you guys saw our last podcast, you could see that I was like zoned. You were out of it. Did I was, you watch it? Girl, I, was I laughed. Zoning. I'm like, why did we post that? But you know what? It kind of, it kind of is a good reason that we posted because I want y'all to see where my mind was at that point. So, you know, I, I didn't even post the second one because it was like 15 minutes long, and you, you thought we did it for a whole 30, and, and it was basically just you going. I swear, guys, I was so gone. I swear I was so gone. All right, let me tell you what happened. So your girl had an augmentation, okay? I'm sorry. I wanted it for years, and finally, you know, we, my husband and I, I told my husband about it or whatever. Obviously, we've been together since we were 15, so I mean. He knew what I wanted, but, you know, we wanted to make sure that when we did get that done, that I would be, that we would be in a financial situation that we could make sure that our savings was still good and everything, that we weren't touching any money that needed to be allotted for anything else. And um, we decided that this year was going to be the year before COVID happened. First of all, COVID, you ruined all the plans. That's neither here nor there. It should have been COVID ruined everything. The COVID ruined the whole 2020. Okay, but 2020 is canceled, but we just riding through it. I said, you know what? At least but I the financial blessings flowing from God. Rain that a breach. That a breach. Listen, let love just fall rain. like raindrops rain, rain on, on me. me. Every little drip job just. <laughs> yes, you're definitely the singer of this one. That's why I was dancing. My milkshake. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, guys. So please pardon us. Like I said, this is freestyle and this is how we kind of want it to be. We don't want to be so structured, do whatever. We real moms at the end of the day. And I think we lost a little Is that wine? No, it is not, ma'am. It is cran apple water, my favorite drink. Okay. Okay. Y'all want to know what my favorite drink is? It is 50% water, 25% apple juice, and 25% cranberry juice. Okay. You mm -hmm. put that together. Okay. With a okay. little splash of vodka. I wish it was a splash of vodka, but again, <laughs> because of my recent augmentation, I cannot drink no liqueur uh, for the in upcoming months, and which, you know, so I can help with my healing process, and I get that, but I'm not going to front. I really wanted a glass of wine today. I'm not going to front. Not saying I'm an alcoholic, but I'm saying that it would have been nice. It had been a while, okay? So let's rewind. I got a breast augmentation, guys, and I have been wanting it for years, and I don't care what nobody says. My body do what I want to do, okay? You ain't paying my bills. Can you pay my bills? Can you pay my automobiles? Can you pay my telephone bills? Then maybe we can chill. Nope. Okay, I didn't think so. So listen, um, <laughs> I did what I wanted to do. And I'm so I'm so happy with the outcome. And I do want to give you guys, I know some people who are thinking about augmentation, somebody, you know, some tips and tricks. And maybe, no, I do have some clip footage of, you know, 
uh, the, not the operating room, but like the room that I was in and, you know, when I got my IV put in and little stuff like that, my husband took some footage for me that I wanted so I could share with you guys, you guys that are on YouTube. And if you're on the podcast, obviously, if you haven't already swing by our YouTube page, don't forget to subscribe and then you can see more footage and stuff like that, but before and after pictures, but, but anyways, um, I went in for my consultation before COVID happened. I actually shopped around for a couple of different plastic surgeons here in Texas because I didn't want to, you know, fly anywhere really. And I was originally going to go to Houston and I decided actually I was just going to go to Austin because it was close enough where I could drive and then still, you know what I mean? Like not be too far if I ever wanted to, you know, if I do my follow-ups and stuff like that. No, I think it was perfect because you guys, you, well, I mean, you know, like surgery is not a getaway from the children, but yet it is a getaway from the children. It is mom. And I had you. I had your children. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, I didn't have to worry children. about them. I like literally, that's one thing that I like is like when you have family watching your kids or whatever the case may be, or that one person that watch your kids, you can trust them and be like, I'm not worried. Like I'd had, I had no thought process of, Oh, let me check on my kids. Like I was just focused on recovering and relaxing and eating. Girl, I had your boys. Cleaning. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. I taught them boys how to, I told you I taught them how to clean their bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mm-mm, unacceptable. Mima is not using this bathroom. Mm-hmm. Y'all go get in there, get on your. Okay, I'm not gonna because y'all know you toilets gross you out. Yeah, toilets gross me out, but they, they but, was in there. They were <laughs> they were boys. My boys are boys, you know. And and I had just right before she came, I kind of implemented a new schedule for the kids because I think during COVID I kind of and then once so COVID's happened obviously with school so I kind of laxed on okay they didn't have to wake up super early for school I just let them do their schoolwork when they woke up and you know x y and z as long as they got it done they could play all day and then summer happened and I was like all right y'all do what you want you know what I mean like no bedtime no wake up time they come to live at 12 exactly I had to cut that out your husband, my son, and your children are like they're night owls. Twelve o'clock hits, and they're like, "What in the morning?" And I'm like, "I just, I just, I just want to go to bed." I right? Just, like, can I please? I'm, like, I'm just tired. Now you wow. know I'm the original Nighthawk, and I'm yes, just like, I can't, I can't hang with y'all. Like, I've been with you all all day cleaning, and you know, I don't cook right now because I'm old and out of that face. And I'm like, y'all got, y'all got, y'all got me my cooking, learning how to make pancakes. I'm eating <laughs> pancakes. I got all these carbs running. And you know me and you talked about this carb thing. Carbs don't work with us. Mm-hmm. Carbs so put me to sleep. Like, carbs put me to sleep. Okay. Oh K-O. my gosh. Eli was like, Mima, do you want another pancake? And I'm like, no, I don't Sin. No, I don't. You know, but you know, you're trying to cultivate that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like, make the pancakes for yourself. I'm going to eat eggs and plantain. I told him, I was like, listen, we can make a, a, a big batch of pancakes and freeze them. So you could just put them in the microwave the next day. And then people can enjoy your beautiful pancakes. Whenever- All week. All week. And he was just like. I just want to make 20 pancakes every day. Every day. My sweet boy, the minute, okay, so when my son turned nine, I felt like, or eight, not nine, when he turned nine, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start giving him responsibility. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously I've been training him in other stuff and now I'm like, okay, now let me start testing out these responsibilities such as using the stove and having his own cell phone, you know, obviously with parental restrictions and stuff like that. So when we finally taught him how to make 
eggs. scrambled eggs. Y'all, every morning he making scrambled eggs for him and his brother and his sister. I am not mad, y'all. I'm not mad. I'm like, yes, baby, throw in some for me. I'm like, just salt and pepper. I don't want no cheese on mine. And he makes really good eggs. Obviously, my husband, though, I'm not going to front. He watches date Gordon Ramsay video. His eggs are immaculate. He's the egg king of this house. He, Michael is assigned to breakfast, and I'm assigned to dinner. That's how we kind of <laughs> Michael makes up. a really good breakfast, though. He makes great, he makes great pancakes, great waffles. Look, your girl is spoiled for breakfast. The other day, right, I, I work from home, you guys. So I was working, and I, you know, I get to I am my coworkers, you know, with I am system. And I was I am my coworkers. I was like, y'all, I'm hungry. They were like, where's your husband? <laughs> what? I was like, I ain't having breakfast yet. They're like, where your husband at? Don't he always be making you um, plants in and eggs? Because that's my breakfast. I can't eat carbs in the morning. I cannot eat. Even if I eat one bite of toast, I'm falling asleep. So if I eat, even though y'all know you listening, if you're in medical, you're like, plantains are carbs. I mean, like, plants is more of a complex carb. Than yeah, you can, do com- we can do complex carbs, but we But can. like bread and rice, like pancake, I, I just can't do it. The minute I eat it, Time me. 10 minutes later, I'm falling asleep. I could have had 20 hours of sleep before that, but my eyes start rolling in the back of my head. I literally have to take a five minute, 10 minute break. Like, a, you know, you get a, um, a floating bathroom breaks and I have to use a 15 minute chunk of my bathroom floating break to go and take a nap because my, it's like my sugar just spikes and I just can't handle it. I fall asleep. So it's terrible. And yeah. you were, and I think the medication that you were on kind of had you doing that as well, because you would literally like we were sitting there and we would be talking and you literally would just be like this i don't remember anything i'm gonna tell and y'all something you would look up and you were like and so i was literally just sitting like me and Diana were just looking at you like girl you were asleep for 10 minutes before you answered the rest of that <laughs> sentence the whole minute and then you just pop up and me and Diana were just like what the heck yo i'm not fronting guys I honestly am glad that my husband took a little bit of video because I don't remember from the minute I do remember about you a vacuum cleaner. I did. Like, I was vacuuming in front of you. I don't, I didn't know she bought me a vacuum cleaner. You know how I figure out guys that she bought me a vacuum cleaner. Cause I have my whole house. I don't have any carpet. And so I just have like five, six brooms and like, you know, and like I have the push broom that you you know, not the one you see at school, but the one that's like a cloth thing. And I have different variations of brooms to make it easier. And I have my mop and whatever, but I don't have a vacuum. Maybe because, you know why I don't have a vacuum? I never bought one is because I always thought, unless you have like a special vacuum, no matter of fact, that's not you. I do have a vacuum, Leah. I have the, I have the Roomba. I have one, but Michael, Michael vacuumed up the soot in the fireplace. And now when you turn it on some. No, no, I threw that one out. Oh, you did? I did. I threw that one out. When you left and you told me that that thing exploded, guys, my husband, we had a vacuum when we first moved, bought this house. When we first bought this house, the house before that we were renting had carpet. So I had a vacuum. We brought it to this house. And when it was, this is our first house that we've had, um, the one that we've owned, but also that we've had that had a fireplace. And we were so excited to use it, but we didn't know how to clean the fireplace. So my husband was assigned to that job and he decided shortcut was to use our vacuum cleaner and he would suck up all the soot from the fireplace into the vacuum cleaner. FYI moms, don't do that because what happens is when Leah goes to turn the vacuum on to use it like a regular vacuum, the whole thing explodes with soot all over the house and then she has to reclean. So in retrospect, I decided 
it was in my best interest to dispose of that vacuum cleaner because I, if I, if I had just cleaned the whole house, God bless your heart, because if I had just cleaned the whole house and it exploded like that on me, I've been pissed off and not cleaned it back up. I'm like, you know what? This is a sign. <laughs> this is a sign that the, that the dust wants to be out it's here today. Like, okay, kids, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to. We're going out. We're going out for the day. <laughs> we're going to make snow angels in the, in the ash soots on the yeah, floor. Because <laughs> I can't handle it right now. So I threw it away. That one's gone. We actually have a Roomba. Michael for Christmas bought me a Roomba. Oh, you know, I did see that. The, or the round vacuum that goes on its own. It's on a timer. Can I tell you, I hate those things. I hate it too, because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't you work. I was pissed off. dollars for a thing for a cat to play with or a dog to look at it funny and the kids step on it. Doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I was pissed off. I, I, I literally took it up after, after having it out for my, a month and it not actually working. I just put it into my laundry room and that's where it's been sitting since Christmas. And so I remember vaguely, I remember vaguely when I was home now back because, okay, guys, we got sidetracked when I, I had surgery and I stayed in Austin for three days. We it rented an Airbnb so that we wouldn't be around people because this is this was co during COVID. But like when it wasn't like heavy in Texas, it was just still light and they were reopening elective surgeries and stuff like that. I decided to just swoop in and get it done because I wanted it done this year and we had already put the money to the side. It was supposed to have early, early this year, like I said, but you know, whatever. But tell and me why as soon as you hit to do surgery, it got bad again. I know. As soon as I finished surgery, it was like, <laughs> elective surgeries are done. I was like, like, dad called me and was like, they're quarantining people in Houston. I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. I was like, well, thank you that I got this in and now I'm, I'm done. We ain't, you know, yeah. So girl, y'all, let me tell you, okay. I, I remember going into the building. I remember them putting in the IV. They gave you they gave me an IV of antibiotics first, you know, like the IV and they gave you like a, a dose, of, dose of antibiotics. And prior to surgery, they had me taking, I'm not kidding, 22 pills a day. 22 pills a day. Um, you couldn't even open the tops. I, this was after surgery. I, could, I couldn't open the tops. But before yeah. surgery, I was taking 22 pills a day. After surgery, I was taking more than 22 pills a day because now it included muscle relaxers, painkillers, and um, antibiotics. But before they had, now this was elective, technically you didn't have to buy this, but I already know that um, I, like I have a vitamin D deficiency. I'm, I don't take multivitamin like men that I should. And so it was pretty much a bunch of different multivitamins that they give you that actually help in the healing process. It reduces swelling and reduces bruising. You know what I'm saying? They give you vitamins that help with that. So it kind of helps with your healing process. And I was like, honestly, I need to take mental vitamins anyways. So I took it. Um, you had to take three in the morning, three in the after, uh, three at night, um, of these morning and after and night vitamins. Plus you had to take, uh, this three sublingual tablets three times a day. That's the one that helps with, um, with the bruising and stuff like that. And you had to start taking that four days prior to surgery. Then you had to take, uh, there was another pill. There was another pill that you had to take two capsules three times a day. So y'all do the math. All right. It was a and lot then, of pills. It was a lot of pills. It was just too much. It was too much. And I know that if you, if any of you women are out there and you guys are taking, you know, astronomical amount of vitamins, you know, not, no, too much of anything is not a good thing. First of all, let's say that off the rip, anything. I mean, it doesn't matter if you think you's the most healthiest thing. You eat too much of it. It's not good for you, okay? But I also know that your body, when a lot of people, they sit there and they buy like, you know, a lot of these vitamins and stuff like that. And then they start like their pee, 
they could, you know, smells different or it's orange or it's yellow or not orange, but it's yellow and it's like neon green and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's weird because you're peeing, you're literally peeing out all of the extra vitamins. Your body's like, this is too much. We're going dis- to dispose of it. And you're literally just, you're wasting money. You're peeing out everything that you just bought. And I started noticing that my urine was changing and I was like, I was like, I'm just going to take it until maybe two days after surgery and then I'm done just to get it in my system. And then, you know, whatever. And I'm not going to lie. I do think it did assist with my post-op swelling and my post-op, you know, bruising. I had no bruising at all. I had, I had minimal, I had swelling, but that was literally from the implant itself. You know what I mean? But your no, belly that's girl yes that's one thing that y'all nobody talks about but we need to address the elephant that was in my stomach okay we need to address it guys i'm not gonna lie there's one thing that i remember very very well and i i vaguely remember up almost like a week like the first week after surgery i barely remember anything from those days like i said she was vacuuming in front of me i didn't even remember i had a vacuum until she left and i found pamphlet from the vacuum machine on my bar and I was like to my kids I was like hey did grandma did Mima buy a vacuum and they're like yeah it's in the laundry room like I literally couldn't <laughs> I didn't remember I didn't remember and um I'm sorry I'm just adjusting myself you remember us taking the pictures I remember not being able to fit my clothes and yeah. then you tried on like seven to ten different outfits and I just want to say guys it wasn't because of my boobs it was because of my stomach. I was so bloated. I was, I don't, I have never, I've watched so many videos of people's experience with post, you know, like post-op experience with cosmetic surgery. And I've never heard of somebody talk about the post-op bloating. I have had three children. I do not work out my ab muscles as much as I should. I do have scoliosis, which some people are like, oh, why, why did you get breast implantation? Because it's my life. I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay. You going to whoop me? I don't think so. Um, but that's my business to deal with. Okay. I'm doing what I need to do for that or whatever. But, um, I have scoliosis, so I can't necessarily, um, I had an ablation and had some surgeries done. So I don't do, uh, well, I haven't been doing a lot of core, um, exercises that would agitate my lower back. And not say I should do more than what I'm doing, but I hadn't done it. And I was like, after I get my surgery done, then I'll be more motivated. And I'm going to be honest, I am more motivated to get my body the way that I want it to look now that, you know, other things are in the place that I want it to be. You know what I mean? So, um, uh, what happened guys? Oh, after surgery, I, I definitely remember being so uncomfortable. And again, it wasn't because of my breast augmentation. I was so uncomfortable sitting because of my stomach. I, I felt like I was nine months pregnant. Like I looked like I was at least eight and a half months pregnant. That's how big my stomach was. I'm not even exaggerating. If you guys see this picture, I'm going to insert a picture here. Uh, that me and Leah took at my house. I'm literally leaning a little bit forward, but if you can see the apex of my stomach right under my bust line, that was actually my stomach. If I had stood up straight and did a side angle, you would have seen that my stomach was poking out. I wore that dress because it was like the less, you know, it showed less of my figure in in the sense of my stomach line. Like it was, it was that serious. Like dresses would not go over my stomach. It was like insane. And I think it was a mix of, you know, they do talk about it does, you know, uh, general anesthesia can cause a little bit of bloating. But then on top of that, I'm on medication that causes bloating. And then I have a little bit of an addiction with saltine crackers. 
a little bit. Oh my God, let's talk about the saltine crack. Tell us about the saltine crack. Go ahead and tell us what happened, Lee, with this. No, I was literally, literally, this girl had a a poochie. My snuggie, my snuggie. Snuggie, yes, yeah, snuggie. It had a pocket in the front, pouch. kangaroo pouch. Yeah, a kangaroo pouchy pocket. She literally had like stacks of strips of those like those they were clues, salty crackers, buttery salty crackers, oh, and she had them. And every time she would she get hungry, she just go in her little pouch like this, and she'd be like mm, like a little chipmunk. And literally, this is the time I'm talking about. She just fall asleep. She would be asleep like this, and then she would automatically just reach in her pocket and just be like mm, in my sleep, guys. I was eating salt. I ate, I was, like I said, I stayed in Austin for three days. I ate a whole box of Clue Saltine crackers, a whole box by myself in three days. And then, and then when back. you got back to the house, you were like, do you want some saltine crackers? I was I, like, <laughs> before oh. surgery, I heard that nausea could happen. And I did throw up after surgery just one time though, but because I, they also had me on anti-nausea medication as well. But the, before surgery, because I know that I love tea and crackers, y'all, you know, Jamaican in me. Um, I love water crackers. I love, I just, I love crackers in general, but salting crackers are my favorite. And I bought two gigantic boxes from Sam's. That's probably equivalent to about four boxes from Walmart of clue, of clue salting crackers. And I packed 10 of those. They come like in mini packs, maybe like 20, 20 crackers in each pack. I, I packed 10 of those in a bag when we went to Austin, like of like little foods for us to eat while we were in our Airbnb. On top of that, Michael didn't know that I packed that. And while I was in surgery, he ran to HEB because he couldn't stay in there because of COVID or whatever. He ran to HEB and picked up some other stuff that I asked him to buy, like foods and snacks that I was craving. And he bought another box of Clue salting crackers because he didn't know I packed them. And I ate the whole box of Clue salting crackers within two days and then ate the remaining 10 packs that was in the bag before we came back. And then I was eating them again, like she said, unconsciously in my sleep. What ended up happening is that I would put the salting cracker in my mouth when I was half asleep and not chew it. And then the salt, because you know, salting crackers have big pieces your of salt sores. on it. I yeah. About your they corroded the roof of my mouth, guys. Listen, <laughs> I really jacked myself up. <laughs> I, but you got nice tatas. I did, so it was worth it. <laughs> I probably, would control, I probably would have controlled the amount of salting crackers I ate because I think that also contributed. I was drinking so much fluid to take all this medication. It was just all retaining in my stomach and because that's the only way it can, place it can go. Like, I'm pretty thin. It's just my stomach muscles aren't that strong. So it just, it was just all in my belly. You do the, the profile. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's talk about that. Now, I know people are probably wondering how many CCs did you get? What kind of implants did you get? All right, here's the rundown. I got silicone. And I know some people are going to be like, oh my gosh, girl, you got silicone. You know that stuff is not. Okay, first of all, Karen, let me let me um, address something. Okay. <laughs> um, everybody is different. Everybody <laughs> is in charge of their own body. I did not get saline for this specific reason. I do not or did not have a lot of breast tissue, okay? I did breastfeed all three of my children. There's a difference between breast tissue and um, what is it called? Like milk ducts in each breast. And so some people are like, how did you breastfeed and you didn't have any? Because my milk ducts, I had good milk ducts. I was able to breastfeed my daughter until she was eight, 18 months. I breastfed my son until he was 12 months. 
Uh, my middle child, I breastfed him until he was three months because I was also a full-time student and working full-time. So, you know, I lost my milk, but I mean, my milk, it was fine. But what happens is after I breastfeed three children and I have no breast tissue, you know, my boobs were confused because it was nothing to fill them up no more. Okay. So like a girl it had to do like, they were confused. Wait a minute. We've been milk jugs for the past 10 years. Yeah. What's going to go on us now? Right. You know, cause there's no tissue in there. Cause I, there's nothing I can do. There's no, I, when I was little guys, I'm going to tell you something really funny story. Don't shade me. When I was younger, I have my cousin. My cousin is might be listening to this right now. And cause I'm not going to say your name. Okay. But me and her grew up like, sisters okay I love her to death and one time I came to her house and <laughs> and she started growing boobs and I was like um what them came from how come I don't have them yet <laughs> she was like I don't know I was eating bologna girl if I'm not guys I ate way too much bologna for the next bologna year all the time I ate bologna for the next year me and her would start wrapping bologna and cheese and put it in the microwave and eat it. I ate way too much bologna that year. Nothing happened. Disappointment. <laughs> I stopped eating bologna at that time in my life. I'm like, I'm not doing it no more because it was a false advertisement. False advertisement. But um, I just, I never had a lot of breast tissue and that's okay. You know, there's nothing you can do to change that. There's, there's no workout you can do. Yes, I can work out my apex muscles and then look like I got pecs. We not doing that. Okay. <laughs> She's not doing that. She's doing what she wants to do. So I decided like to get Jerry Cruz and be like Exactly. I'm not <laughs> I decided to get silicone because saline, you have a higher you have a higher percentage chance of getting the ripple effect. Think of it like a zip like a Ziploc bag. If you have a lot of stuff in the Ziploc bag, you get those little ripple lines, and that's what happened with with saline implants uh, when the water fills up in the bag after a while and the bag stretches, you get those ripple lines. And if you don't have enough breast tissue to kind of camouflage that, you're gonna see it. Also, I, I decided to do it submuscular, which means it goes underneath the muscle. So then it gives it more of a natural profile. It's not just like, what's this sitting on top of your chest? It gives it like a, you know, like a, what is it call it? It doesn't look like two melons sitting under some, some thin skin. Skin, skin, exactly. It's, it, you know, look like they it came look from my good. They look very natural. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I honestly, a lot of people kept asking me going up, you know, not a lot of people because only like five people knew I was getting an augmentation, to be honest. Not even five people. One, two, three, three? Three people knew I was getting an augmentation. And then my mom. You only told me because you made me come to Texas. The exactly. I literally told nobody. I literally told nobody I was getting an augmentation. And, uh, but I'm sharing it with you guys now. So <laughs> be blessed. Um, <laughs> anyways, I, I decided to do submuscular. And then... I didn't freak out, to be honest, until a week prior to my surgery, I had my post-op appointment. At my post-op appointment, we did our final um, sizing where I tried on implants. And at my sizing, at the time, uh, I was trying on implants that were medium or, dang it, what's the verbiage of that? I think it's like mid medium profile implants. And I was paying very close attention to the projection of the profile of, of the implant in correlation to my body frame because y'all that know me, I'm very petite. I did not want to walk around looking like I had watermelons on my chest. That was not the narrative. I just wanted my, I feel like I, some of my outfits that I have, a lot of, I have a lot of dresses that I've never worn because of me not having breast tissue. I could wear them when I was, after I was breastfeeding. 
But once I was done breastfeeding, I could no longer wear those clothes anymore because it just didn't fit me the way that I wanted to fit the outfit. So I but honey, they're going to fit now. They're going to fit now. Believe that. Okay. And I don't have to worry about being engorged to wear them either. Okay. And, and, having, is not- and having big, big milk spots. Exactly. <laughs> I'm my own breast today. I'm all over here like, ooh. <laughs> and so when I tried on my implants, my saline implants, uh, I, I, um, you know, you have to take into account when you're going submuscular that you, it's going to take off about a half an inch of the projection because of the, you know, pressure of your muscle. And we decided to go with, I, I have two different sizes because I had a little bit more breast tissue in one breast than the other. And, and the surgeon was saying that you think of each cup size of about as 150 cc's. It kind of, that's how it works out to be. But I wasn't, at first, I was like, I wanted a full C look, but then I realized that's actually not the look I wanted. I just had an image of what I thought a full C cup looked like in my head, but that was not what a full C cup looked like on my frame. So um, as we chatted on sizes, the I think it, I think one of my my implants are like 450 cc's and the other one's like 425 or something like that. I don't know the exact, I'll give y'all the exact specs in the comments, in the description box below, but I tried it on and I was like, this is perfect. This is what I want. But then the surgeon was like, hey, you know, you obviously have a very petite friend. We're going to have to use high profile implants to make sure that it fits your figure. So it's not like, you know, way too much side boob kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Um, But then I didn't think about it until three days later. I was like, wait, but I never tried on the high profile version of the 450 cc implant. So then I kind of was like getting a little worried. Like, is this now going to look crazy? Because it's the projection is going to change if it's high profile. High profile means that the implant is more compact versus spread out. So I did get a little worried. Um, so much so that my surgeon sent me a couple pictures of other patients that he had done with the same CC thing. And he was like, in my same kind of frame. And he's like, look, this doesn't look crazy. I think it's going to be perfect for you. And then the morning of my surgery, I went in there again and he reassured me again. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to trust what we went through, what we looked at, what we talked about. I trust, you know, the reason why I picked him is because he, his work is very good in the fact that it looks so very natural. So I trusted his I think you just said the key word. You have to trust. You do. You know, you so do. many people just go, oh, they're having a special or, you know, I could get this done with that. No, I looked around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they end up on botch because a dental person did their breast implants. And yeah. I think you did it right because you you really researched. I did. You really had several con- from what you told me. I did. I had several consultations with different doctors. Had several consultations. I did. And you no, know, and and for him to just make sure that you were comfortable and reassure you that everything was good. And you really did. You came through really well. Like even though you were high. Yes, out of my mind, guys. It was great. You were high. You couldn't tell. I couldn't tell until after. We had the conversation that I said I didn't remember anything. That you didn't remember anything, and then when I went back to edit the last, the video. I looked at the video and I said, "My God, I didn't even." <laughs> yeah, you did. You, I mean, it just looked like you know, but you just had surgery, so we just kind of chucked it off as she's just tired, she's on the medication, but you were really zonked. I was zonked. I, I think it, the thing about it is, guys, I don't take. 
I have a very high pain tolerance. I had all my kids natural, like no, no pain medication. Like I just, a boss. Come on now. I have no pain. Like <laughs> yes, a boss. yes, you did. <laughs> three pushes. They came out. We was done. I was like, all right, one, two, three. We getting this done because I got to eat something now. Um, because <laughs> they don't let you eat except for Jello, and I loved my Jello. That was my like prize food. But anyways, we'll have a discussion about birthing soon because we have 50 Chelsea about to pop a baby out. We got to have a whole discussion about that. Oh, she was Crystal, yes. Chelsea's like... I'm so, I look, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And like, I have to make her present like... Now. Now, because like, she's gonna... Pop. If you don't know who 50 Chelsea is, she's my daughter. Yeah, I just called her 50 Chelsea because, like, a long time ago, one time she pretended to rap, and that was her name. I was like, all right, 50 Chelsea, and that's what it's been forever. <laughs> Legit, it's been, like, 10 years. I keep calling her that. She rapped one time, and it was, like, three words. I don't even know. It was, like, a Christmas rapper or something. Yeah, I was and like, you're like, 50 Chelsea. <laughs> and that was it. It was it was stuck with me. I mean, her husband's a rapper, so. Yeah, so, you know, real. what is it? Real, real music? Wow. Darrell. He's pretty good. Y'all should check yeah, him out. Really good Christian artist. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to us. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and we will see you guys on Wednesday. Um, and, or you guys will hear us on Wednesday. Okay. For our next podcast. Again, please don't forget to subscribe and like this video and or podcast. And hit that notification bell for the newest podcast being uploaded weekly every Monday and Wednesday, unless we have some circumstantial thing going on. <laughs> exactly. Like we've been talking about this whole thing. All right, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.